Hello everyone, Nick Mashinsky here, your host of A History of the Inca. I hope you had a great holiday and a happy new year. I know for some of you, it has not been an easy winter, or year for that matter. 2020 is gone, but 2021 still has its share of issues, to be sure. I hope you're all safe and continue to be in good health, and I hope your families are doing well, also. A lot has changed since I left you all in November, and so I wanted to give you all some updates for the show and some of the projects associated with it, along with some other items. The list is long, so I didn't want to clog up half an episode with updates, so I created this episode separately. Episode 31 should be in your feeds for you to enjoy as soon as you finish with this one. First, I upgraded the website, ahistoryoftheinca.wordpress.com. You can now listen to the podcast as you enjoy the pictures, illustrations, and maps associated with that podcast. All maps and story maps have been placed under their respective episodes, and yes, there are now some ads on the website. You can click on them if you're interested, or you can just carry on. We have the ability to set up a store on the website, and I have made contact with someone in Ecuador who knows some artisans in the Quito area. Logistics have been a barrier that we are trying to overcome, but everything is still very much in the planning phase for this, and we'll see where it goes. In the meantime, I have added a way to make a donation to the show through PayPal at the end of each episode. You can make a one-time donation for as little as $1, but of course you can always increase that amount if you wish. Not long after our last episode, I was asked if I would be posting the scripts for the episodes already out. This individual wanted to use the scripts to help them practice their English, which is both flattering and scary when I look back at my own scripts. Posting the scripts is something I've always wanted to do. I was really great at formatting for my first half dozen or so episodes, and that sort of just fell apart over time. I just have to get my butt into gear to accomplish that. I don't have a timetable as to when that will be accomplished exactly, as I will explain in a little bit. However, if you go to the About menu, On the website, you'll notice two language options for the scripts that will eventually be housed there, English and Espanol. That's right, everyone. The podcast is currently being translated and recorded in Spanish. And to introduce you all to the people making this possible, here is Alicia and Jason. Hi, I'm Alicia Yantes, and I'm your Spanish host of the History of the Inca podcast, and I was born and raised in Huancayo, Peru. And I'm Jason Tadano, I'm Alicia's boyfriend, and I also produce the Spanish episodes uh, for History of the Inca. Um, and so since this is probably going to be the only time I get to talk, I kind of wanted to go ahead and uh, tell the story about how we got involved uh, with the podcast and with Nick, and sorry to do this to you, honey. Uh, but I'm going to put you in the hot seat and ask you a few interview questions, uh, just because I think it's important that people get to know you a little bit better. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. 
So to start, um, you know, I'm a big podcast fan and I'm also kind of a history nerd. Uh, so, you know, living with an Inca and interacting with her family, um, I've become really interested in, in, you know, learning more about uh, Inca history and, and myths and legends and, and, you know, all that kind of stuff. And so when I saw this podcast uh, that detailed sort of in a narrative form, um, you know, the history of the Inca and the, you know, the precursors to the Inca, uh, I jumped right in, you know, I binged all the episodes. I'm sure a lot of people have done the same. Um, it's a really cool podcast. And, uh, you know, when Nick put out the call for people to help him translate his podcast into Spanish, uh, it was something that I was really excited about. Uh, I took it to Alicia and, you know, she was just as excited as I was. And so, you know, we reached out to Nick. Uh, we started working on on translating some of his uh episodes and uh, you know we're a few in now and it's been a lot of fun nick's really great to work with and uh you know we're just really excited to be able to you know not only help nick uh but bring this information to people who uh you know maybe want to hear it in their native language or you know somebody who's a spanish speaker that's maybe never you know heard this stuff uh, or, you know, someone like me who's still trying to learn Spanish to be able to have something uh, that they can reference back in English and be able to, to understand, um, you know, I think it's pretty cool. I'm learning a lot through this process, and, you know, I hope someone else does uh, that's a listener as well. So, Alicia, is your seat hot? <laughs> uh, not yet. <laughs> well, it's going to be. So first off, Alicia, uh, you mentioned that you're from Huancayo, Peru. So for anyone that hasn't been there, uh, why don't you go ahead and tell them, you know, what it's like? Well, Huancayo is located in the mountainous region of Peru. Uh, and just what you will expect from a place that is surrounded by the mountains, it has a very high elevation and it's very cold. You know, those high elevations and those cold climates, I'm not sure I'd be able to survive up there. <laughs> so I'm very glad you moved here so I didn't have to move there. Um, but, you know, one thing that I also think is very interesting about um, your family is that your parents didn't grow up speaking Spanish, right? Uh, no, their na their first language was Quechua, which is the native language that the Incas speak. Uh, currently, there's a lot of uh, different dialects um, around the Andean region. Uh, and so that's sort of... Uh, a little bit of the background from my family. So in addition to, uh, you know, making jokes in Quechua at my expense, uh, one of the cool things that your parents have done is, you know, really introduced me to some really interesting and, and delicious dishes, um, specifically chuño. And, uh, well, what's your favorite food, Alicia? Uh, my favorite food is cuy. Which is? Uh, guinea pig. <laughs> and is that something that, uh, you know, you just had a pet you didn't like, or is that something a lot of folks do in, in the Andes? Well, it's actually a very special delicacy. I Growing up, I really didn't think too much of it. I think now that I'm in the U.S., I would be a little bit hesitant to, to eat one, actually. Uh, here, obviously, in Peru, of course, they, they make guiso with it. They fry the cuy. I mean, they have all of these sort of uh, methods that they've um, created to cultivate this really innate uh sort of meat yeah and it's and that's i think it's pretty ancient from what i've read right yes it is um 
Okay, Alicia. So to wrap up here, um, I kind of want to know, uh, you know, why we haven't really talked about this, but why did you say yes to translating the the podcast? Because it's not something that we've ever really done together, um, and it's definitely something that you know takes a little bit of work. Um, so why did you think that this was uh, important or interesting to do? Well, I think it's a really good opportunity to bring forth. Uh, a little piece of our history, of my culture, sort of the traditions that used to be observed back when the Incas reigned, uh, that territory. And it's really interesting that some uh, sort of some of those customs have um, survived through time and that are still being observed uh, in the Indian region, in, in my natal Peru. So I just really hope that uh, this information is informative and that all of you get to enjoy um, the version uh, of the podcast that Nick has created uh, in Spanish. And we really hope that, you know, we widen uh, the audience and our reach. As Jason said, he reached out to me not long after our first episode, and we all met virtually, of course. I can't thank Alicia and Jason enough for their willingness to participate in this project. It really means a lot to me that Alicia, an indigenous woman who has direct ties to the Andes, is the voice of the Spanish version of this show. Alicia and Jason have both been amazing to work with, and I'm really excited about when the first episode airs. So the Spanish version of the show will follow the format of the English version in terms of episodes. They won't be released all at once, but bi-weekly and on opposite weeks that the English version is released. So this week we have the English version being released. Next week we'll have the introduction episode of the Spanish version. Perhaps a second episode will also be released next week as well. Something I'm still thinking about. I didn't create a separate feed for the Spanish version, so you will get the Spanish episode in your current feeds. No need to subscribe to another podcast. I did that to make things a bit easier on my end in terms of managing the podcast as a whole. If it turns out to be a major issue for people, I can look at separate feeds, but I think everyone will be able to manage this. So, spread the word. A History of the Inca in Spanish will be released February 14th. This would be a great time to remind you all that the show is on Patreon, and it would be much appreciated if you could support the show. There are some great projects the show is getting involved in, such as getting the podcast translated into Spanish. And though we all do this because we enjoy learning about the Inca and their history, it would be great to get some more support for these kind of projects. So anything that you can contribute monetarily is very much appreciated. Unfortunately, I just had too much going on, both with the podcast and outside of the podcast, to dedicate time to create anything for Tales of the Andes on Patreon. I'm very sorry about this, but I won't have time for the foreseeable future either. And the reason why leads me to the next update. Although I knew this well before our last questions and announcements episode, 
It just wasn't the right time to tell you all. We hadn't even told most of our families yet by the end of November. But our family will be expanding this spring. Not just by one, but by two. Yes, we are having twins. Twin boys, in fact. We found out the day before election day here in the United States. So while some of you may have been stressed about the next four years, one way or the other, I was stressed for a much different reason. Needless to say, my wife and I are very excited. The boy, or as he'll be distinguished on this show from now on, R, the first initial of his first name, he seems to be excited as well. So soon our household will suffer from an extreme imbalance of testosterone to estrogen levels, and my wife and I will be outnumbered three to two. So we expect the arrival of our twins um, sometime in late May, but things can be a bit more unpredictable in terms of the timeline. In other words, they may very well arrive earlier than that. Thus, I have been doing everything I can to get this season as ready to go as possible. Most scripts have been written, maps are next, episode descriptions have been written, recordings will be front-loaded, etc., That way, if things happen sooner than planned, I can upload everything with just a few clicks. This all brings me to the schedule for this season. It is going to be a shorter stretch of episodes than last fall, or last spring for that matter. We are at seven episodes, which, if I'm to be honest, leaves the show in a great place in terms of the narrative, and and it will take us to early May. Afterwards, I'm going on another hiatus. I expect this one to be a bit longer than usual, and I hope to be back in August, but it could be September. Honestly, it honestly everyone, it depends on when the babies arrive and how much I actually get done in relation to the podcast. I don't know exactly what format the show will look like in the fall. That is so far away in my mind right now. I I can't commit to a date this early. My wife and I will fortunately have some help through all this, but I can still remember the lack of sleep from our firstborn, and my wife and I will be outnumbered. Three kids, all under three. Oh, dear God, what have we done? So we'll see what happens. The schedule will definitely be much more fluid this year than last year. But I appreciate your support and patience as we go forward from here. All right, I think that about covers everything. Again, no need to wait next week for an episode. It is up for you right now to enjoy.